Hello and welcome to Morning Coffee with Empire of the Cop. I've got Peter Kenny-Jones here with me today and I'll be your host again, Farrell Keeling. Um, Pete, I mean, there's been a couple of stories that have emerged uh, this morning that I imagine both of us are probably going to disagree with. Um, firstly, from uh, Neos Cosmos and originating specifically from uh, Juve Dipendenza. Um, apparently, Juventus having a look at Co- Costa Simacas as a potential transfer target and they're prepared to offer 11 million pounds for our versatile uh, left back i mean that's it's just not going to happen is it just, yeah you can understand why maybe he'd want to go because he's not playing loads of football i think it was i think he's played 21 games i think robertson's played 41 now after after last night so you can see obviously he's getting you know half the game time the the, the first trace is getting so you can understand why he might want to go somewhere else and Juve wouldn't be a bad move but you just I can't see why we'd ever sell him for that lower fee I think he's still got like three four years of his contract as well and yeah it just see it it kind of makes sense and if he forced to move you, you never know but I just feel like that that fee would never work and you, you know what we're like with selling our players we normally get more than our fair share for them don't we so I think, you know, yeah, I can't see that one happening, really. And he, he does seem very happy at Anfield, doesn't he? I think he's a great, you know, yeah. can see what he's like after every goal on the bench and everything. He, he just seems to love his time here, doesn't he? So, yeah, it, a bit strange. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, he's had the best season, you know, he's so far had at Liverpool. He's been a superb uh, cover for Robertson. I know there was that little, I think... There was a Henderson interview a while ago, and you could see in the background Simakas looking a bit annoyed, and I think Milner was trying to console him. <laughs> Obviously, you know, people will speculate as to whether he you knows upset about game time or a completely different in, uh, other incident. But I think to leave Liverpool this early, I mean, especially if you, if you if we do anything quite as insane as winning the quadruple, I think you know there's not a chance he'd go. I mean, you might you might look at it and go, well, I've won everything I can with Liverpool, but. Yeah, I think, and and for eleven million, I'd, I'd argue is is cheap, given how, how how prominent he's been this season. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I think if you if you're trying to take him off us, it's got to be a twenty odd thirty, yeah, yeah. thirty mil, surely, hasn't it? And yeah, with our recruitment team, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would probably get there'll, be, there'll be an extra ten million well. on top of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so, strange. I'm happy to just rate this. You know, not even. I'll give, I'll give it a five percent chance of happening. I, I can't. I mean, where do you stand on it? Yeah, probably similar. I think when you look as well, last season he had co- co- <clears throat> sorry, he had COVID flow to the season, didn't he? And he, obviously that was his first one. This it feels like his first proper season. So I just don't see him leaving twenty one. So yeah, I'll go. I'll go four point five percent unless ever the contrarian. <laughs> but yeah, but of course, yeah, I don't see it happening. Uh, well, I mean, there was some even better news, of course, from last night. A 2-0 Liverpool win, a solid lead to take into Spain. And I believe Virgil um, spoke about the fixture after the match. Yeah, so I think he was just saying, you know, we, we're all getting excited about uh, a possible quadruple and I don't, I don't think there's any problem with us believing that we can do that. But um, I think he's just, you know, he was saying we've only really won the Carabao Cup this season and you know, nothing's achieved and... That just shows the attitude that that Jurgen Klopp's given him, doesn't it? Really, I think you know for for him to come face to me, yeah, and be oh, it's just so straightforward with it. Really, we, we know that we can still win the FA Cup, Premier League, Champions League. The Premier League is looking less likely with every game, and that City don't slip up. But 
they are all possible, but nothing is achieved. So it's yeah, it just shows the mindset of, of Virgil van Dijk and the whole squad that that yeah, and Klopp's built really. And yeah, we just think yeah, it just gives a good insight into what they must be saying to each other in the dressing room. You know, as much as we're getting excited and thinking of a bus tour with four cups on it, that at the moment there's only one cup on it, so it's all about winning the other three before we, we celebrate anything. So, yeah, just don't know what you think, but I think it just shows a good mindset from the, the whole squad, really. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree. I, I mean, you know, it, the mindset change has been absolutely phenomenal. I think, you know, you've had good and great, you know, Liverpool sides, you know, beyond, beyond obviously, the the titans of, you know, the 80s and that. But, but I think we've never, we've not had a Liverpool side like this since those great teams um, that have just... I mean, they want to win everything. And I think, I, I, don't, I don't want to say players want it more now than they did before, because, you know, you've had sides that have won the Champions League, obviously. <laughs> but I, it, it feels like, it, you know, winning, winning, winning the Champions you know, if, if we missed out on the league and won the Champions League, won the FA Cup, um, Carabao Cup in the bag, if, it would still feel not enough. You know, this, this Liverpool side just seems different in their level of sort of determination and their lost uh, for silverware, doesn't it? Yeah, well, as you say, I think we've got the, probably the biggest challenge we've ever had as well with, with Man City. Obviously, you know, there was Nottingham Forest and there was a lot of competition in the past for, for Liverpool, but I just think the quality that Man City have and the fact they've been there for so long and so have we now as well, it's just they just drive each other to be better, don't they? I don't think we'd be anywhere near as good if we didn't have Pep Guardiola in the league and obviously you know, he says the same about, about us. So I think it's... That was testament to both of them how good they are. You just hope that we maybe pick up a few more trophies to put that scale a bit more even after what's been won in the last few years. And yeah, not enough been won. And it is just it's good insight to, to what they're saying. And yeah, just hopefully we can hopefully we can get our hands on as many of the three that are left. That'd be absolutely incredible. Obviously, every other trophy bar, the Premier League, is very much in our hands. But with a point separating us and City, I mean, it's it's one of those things. You can see City going on and winning every single game, and you know that's it's fair enough. You know, we're talking about one of the the best, the top two sides, um, as many perceive them to be in in the world. Um, well, as far as we're not done today with, with transfer news, um, it's far more speculative, and but. Uh, Former QPR forward Charlie Austin's come out and told TalkSport that he believe believes that Chelsea's on loan midfielder Conor Gallagher would be a superb replacement for Jordan Henderson. He says, I think for any football team, they'd love to have Conor Gallagher. He's so energetic. Uh, you look at him, the way he plays. I think a lot of football fans see him play and think I would like him to be at my club. Um, and then when asked if he'd want to join Anfield, uh, uh, Charlie Austin said, I said, yes, he would, you know, he would be, you know, not, not a, we said he would be sort of a replacement potentially uh, for Jordan Henson, sort of hinting at that. Um, I mean, you can sort of see, you know, his qualities, you know, we're talking a, a young midfielder. So if you're just looking purely at sort of the raw sort of stats um, and who, you know, who he is as a player, you could sort of make a, an argument to fit within the recruitment sort of team's profile, contributes with goals um, from midfield. Seems a bit more of a sort of, attack, maybe... I suppose I suppose more of a sort of attacking midfield than you perhaps like to see at Liverpool at this point in time. Um, but again, I, I, you know, we spoke about this before um, we started this and sort of made the point that you know Genie Wijnaldum contributed with sort of plenty of goals 
during his Newcastle United days, the Klopp decided he needed something a, a bit different um, from the Dutchman at the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you see with Conor Gallo, you say he is quite an attacking player. I think if he was, if he was just a Crystal Palace full time, it'd be a lot more realistic one. I think, but. Again, as we were saying before, I just don't think that Chelsea would be selling them to us. And if they were, they would, it wouldn't be a price that we probably want to pay. So, you know, you say that the, the Simicast one seemed unrealistic because the price, you know, obviously there's no price on this one. It's just speculation from, from Charlie Austin. But I don't feel like it'd be a deal that we'd probably be interested in. And it's just about whether with one of them, so I think he is a very good player. And I think Klopp, as you say, could mould him into a Liverpool midfielder. I don't think he's a replacement for Jordan Henderson. I think, as you say, he's a bit more offensive. But um, and I don't think Jordan Henderson needs replacing either. <laughs> I think he's still got a, a few years in him as well. So I think it's um, it, I definitely have him, but it's just one of them price-wise and, and where you get it from. It's going to be a difficult move, I think, to, to see probably happen. I mean, his contract uh, doesn't expire at Chelsea until 2025. Um, highly, very highly sort of regarded in the game. You know, looks to have a bright future. I, I think, I think a two percent chance of him coming to Liverpool would be generous. <laughs> I go for three percent. Yeah, I'll be more Ooh, optimistic. Well, you'll be more optimistic. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, just just to finish off. Um, well, I mean, after the game, of course, um, Unai Emery uh, was. Confident that he'd see a reaction uh, from his men on the return leg in Villarreal. Um, so we told reporters after the game, we can't say anything about the victory because they deserve it. Um, the first half for us was really good, but we didn't achieve some things in attack to do good counterattacks and good transitions. They had two or three chances to score, but we defended the box and the goal best than we did in the second half. Um, now, he promised a very sort of different reaction um, in Spain. He said the match next week will be very, very different than tonight. Obviously, it's very difficult if they made it 2-0. You can go to try to score one more, you know, one goal. Uh, we tried, but when they have space to do transitions with the players like they have, it's more important to try to do that next week at home. So we'll change something maybe tactically, um, but I think they are going to suffer more than tonight in the next leg. Yeah, well, scary way to suppose, but, you know, it's... <laughs> I do worry a little bit because I feel like Bayern Munich and Juventus probably had a similar level of optimism when they drew Villarreal when they were playing them and probably even halfway through the tie still confident to win. You know, it's it's definitely not over. I think that's what that's what Jurgen Klopp said, didn't he? You know, it's only half time and you've gone back to his old line of two nils a, a dangerous scoreline to have. So I think, you know, I don't think there'll be any complacency from the players. I think a few fans might be booking the trips to Paris, but there's nothing not in set in stone, not in sorted yet. It's just about making sure we get a good result. And, you know, Unai Emery's a very good manager. He got, he got laughed at in England because he, he said the evening slightly differently and he was the Arsenal manager and that seemed to be his career ruined. But everywhere except Arsenal, he's been really good. And, and this season, you know, Villarreal have been the surprise package, haven't he? So there's not, because you said, there's definitely nothing won yet. And it's just about hoping that we don't suffer. we just got to go out there and get the first goal. I think that'll settle all the nerves and, and kill the game. I think, you, know, you can imagine if they get the first goal, it's going to be absolutely rocking there, isn't it? It's going to be a scary atmosphere for us. And we, we know what, what happens when you go into a Champions League semi-final with a lead. You know, we made Barcelona suffer at Anfield and obviously that's what Unai Emery is going to try and do with Villarreal and hopefully we can get over the line and, and, and get to that final. 
no, absolutely. I mean, it's interesting you mentioned Klopp because, of course, he was quick to mention the <clears throat> um, uh, the game against um, Roma. Uh, of course, he said, "This is look, this is going to be a completely different challenge." You know, at the time, I was making sure everyone knew that you know this is going to be tough when we go over there. But the, these are going to be completely different. So I think even he, he's sort of foreshadowing more of a, a challenge in Spain. It, it's a difficult scoreline, isn't it? I mean, if you go one you, nil, you, you're a bit you know, the nerves are flying. <laughs> uh, 2-0 is, is a bit more sort of comfort, but, you know, you want... I mean, I, I was hoping, I was watching at the time, I was thinking, oh, forget, we forget a three here, that effectively... I mean, you never want to you never want to say completely kills off a tie, um, yeah. as we, of course, famously know. But, you know, it, it's, it's a lot more sort of comforting, isn't it? Yeah, well, that, so that Roma one, we, we wiped the floor with them, didn't we? And they got, they got two goals at the end, which just seemed to against them on a play, and I think... Last night we 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 didn't get the chance to really wipe the floor of the rail. They were they were stubborn, weren't they? And it was it was hard to get past them. So if if they've got that defensive acumen, then maybe they go on us a bit more in the second leg. And you know, there's no reason why they wouldn't cause us a big threat. But I I do think that you know, Jurgen Klopp will, will make sure the players are aware that this, this game isn't won. And hopefully we just get through Newcastle unscathed and hopefully that doesn't end up in a 95th minute winning and stuff like that. We can just get a few goals and try and get the win early and, and go there fresh legs. And obviously the extra day rest as well, I think helps, doesn't it? Because we're playing on the Wednesday next week. So it's, yeah, it's, I know it's Tuesday and next one, sorry, yeah, so it's a day less. But it's either way, we should have enough and hopefully that um, Klopp can just, just ensure the players are concentrated and... Yeah, we, we don't suffer like who I am least predicted. I mean, one thing's for sure, they'll be concentrated on absolutely nothing else but the Newcastle game in our fight for quadruple glory. Um, this has been Coffee with Empire. I've had Peter Kenny Jones with, here with me today with his bottle of water. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, I promise we're going to try and try and gradually sort of wean him onto something a bit warmer, you know, maybe like a tepid tea. But we'll, we'll see how we get on. One day, um, I've been, one day. One day. Um, I've been your host, Farrell Keeling. Uh, this has been Coffee with Empire. Take care.